friends, welcome to Pints with Jack and happy and blessed Easter. I hope today has just been a incredible celebration of the resurrection of our Lord. And more importantly, I just pray that this entire season, this Lenten season leading up to this period has been just such a fruitful season of prayer, fasting, almsgiving, the chance to prepare our hearts for this incredible moment. This is my favorite time of the liturgical calendar. I have been very blessed to have had some of the most incredible experiences in San Diego and my church community there, that between the the Thursday Mass, the Good Friday Mass, the Easter Vigil, just doing the Tritium has been has brought just so much fruit to my life. No matter how bad the year has been, no matter how much I've stumbled during the Lenten season, it just always fills me up and edifies me. And I really just pray that that's been the case for all of you guys. And even if it hasn't, if it's been a really tough year, and even a tough Lent, because going from a pandemic where a lot of our disciplines and practices went away, and we then have to somehow go from zero to 60 and commit ourselves to these practices in preparation for Easter to prepare our hearts, we might not have done as successfully as we like. And I'm right there with you guys. But don't let that take away from the power and the magnitude of what Easter is, the resurrection. I want to read, of course, in uh, this is a Lewis podcast, some quotes from his that I believe just apply to this, this season, this time, this day. This is from Miracles, chapter 16. The New Testament writers speak as if Christ's achievement in rising from the dead was the first event of its kind in the whole history of the universe. He is the first fruits, the pioneer of life. He has forced open a door that has been locked since the death of the first man. He has met, fought, and beaten the king of death. Everything is different because he has done so. And then the cross. You know, we, we, I love to watch the passion of Christ at this period just to remind myself that grace, while free for us all, was not cheap. It says, It costs God nothing, so far as we know, to create nice things, but to convert rebellious wills cost him crucifixion. Oh, And then here, from Miracles, that was from Mere Christianity, by the way, from Miracles again, to preach Christianity meant to the apostles, primarily to preach the resurrection. The resurrection is the central theme in every Christian sermon reported in the Acts. The resurrection and its consequences were the gospel or good news which the Christians brought. We've talked so much about this, theosis, the divine life, deification, that's just such an incredible part that's a gift and it's the cross it's resurrection that gives us that hope that we can partake in that divinity and we can be transfigured like christ was transfigured and so as you listen to this whether it's on easter sunday whether you're one of our devoted listeners that listen to it and download it the day of or you're hearing this after the fact i genuinely pray that this is a new beginning especially after 2020 that this is filled with so much hope And that you realize the power of the resurrection, not only in the validity of Christianity and the Christian message, but what it means for you. I think it's somewhere, this is where it'd be great to have David across me. I'm recording these all separately where he could give me the actual scriptural verse. But I think it says that same power in the cross that happened at the cross, the resurrection is within us. 
Think about that for a second. I know I struggle sometimes with the belief that one, God is good, and two, that he can provide and, and execute on that goodness for me. Those are lies that Satan puts in me. No, 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 no. Whatever you, he knows what you need. He knows what you desire, and he is good. And that power that can bring that about is within you. If only we allow it to transform us. And so that's just the message I wanted to leave you guys with here today. And I know you'll be hearing from David today and Andrew as well separately. But I just pray that that is on your guys' hearts today. And I just pray again, it is a blessed Easter. And uh, we appreciate and love every one of you guys. Thank you. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Pints with Jack. And this is Andrew Lazo here with my Easter greeting for you all. Uh, I wanted to uh, take just a couple of minutes to read a little bit out of a wonderful sermon that C.S. Lewis preached uh, during Holy Week near the end of World War II uh, in 1945. It's a, an essay called, or a sermon called The Grand Miracle, and there's a little collection with that uh, as a title, and it's also in God in the Dock. And I wanted to just reflect a little bit about some of uh, Lewis's best words about the resurrection as we contemplate our Lord being risen this Easter Sunday. Lewis said, the Christian story is precisely the story of one grand miracle. The Christian assertion being that what is beyond all space and time, what is uncreated, eternal, came into nature, into human nature, descended into his own universe, and rose again, bringing nature up with him. It is precisely one great miracle. Now Lewis goes on, supposing you had before you a manuscript of some great work, either a symphony or a novel, then there comes to you a person saying, here is a new, a new bit of the manuscript that I found. It is the central passage of that symphony or the central chapter of that novel. The text is incomplete without it. I have got the missing passage, which is really the center of the whole work. The only thing you could do would be to put this new piece of the manuscript in that central position and then see how it reacted on the whole of the rest of the work. If it constantly brought out new meanings from the whole of the rest of the work, if it made you notice things in the rest of the work which you had not noticed before, then I think you would decide that it was authentic. On the other hand, if it failed to, to do that, then however attractive it was in itself, you would reject it. Now, what is the missing chapter in this case, the chapter which Christians are offering? The story of the incarnation is the story of a descent and resurrection. And then he goes on to conclude this marvelous sermon. I really think that this grand miracle is this missing chapter in the novel, the chapter on which the whole plot turns. That is why I believe that God really has dived down into the bottom of creation and has come up bringing the whole redeemed nature on his shoulder. The miracles that have already happened are, of course, as scripture so often says, the first fruits of that cosmic summer which is presently coming on. Christ has risen and so we shall rise. St. Peter, for a few seconds, walked on the water, and the day will come when there will be a remade universe, infinitely obedient to the will of glorified and obedient men, when we can do all things when we should, when we can do all things, when we shall be those gods, 
that are described as being in Scripture. To be sure, it feels wintry enough still, but often in the very early spring it feels like that. Two thousand years are only a day or two by this scale. A man really ought to say, the resurrection happened two thousand years ago, in the same spirit in which he says, I saw a crocus yesterday. Because we know that we know what is coming behind the crocus. The spring comes slowly down this way. But the great but the great thing is that the corner has been turned. There is, of course, this difference that in the natural spring the crocus cannot choose whether it will respond or not. We can. We have the power of either withstanding the spring and sinking back into the cosmic winter, or of going on into those high midsummer pomps in which our leader, the Son of Man, already dwells, and to which he is calling us. It remains with us to follow or not, to die in this winter, or to go on into that spring and that summer. And so that, of course, is my wish for you this Easter, that the crocuses of your life will bloom, that you will see the resurrection is happening just yesterday and the coming of the kingdom happening just tomorrow, that when Christ arose, bringing all goodness with him, one of the things that he brought up from the grave was you and your life, and me and my life too. And so as we rejoice in celebrating the resurrection of Christ. We also look for this new life, this new spring to be everywhere. It's like the ice melting inside of C.S. Lewis, uh, like he says in Surprised by Joy at his conversion. It's like the stone statues being brought to life again by Aslan, and it's, of course, like springtime returning to Narnia. My prayer for you this Easter is that the resurrected Christ will bring with him a springtime of Narnia into your own life. Even though it may look bleak and midwinter to you, springtime is coming, Christ is risen, and with his rising raises you with him as well. So, from my part and from the part of Pints with Jack, we wish you a very, very happy Easter. Christ is risen indeed. Hey everyone, it's David here. I don't really have a whole lot to add to what's already been said, apart from to add my own warm wishes and happy Easter to you all. I just thought I'd wrap up by reading a message that we received from a listener a couple of weeks ago from Sergit Sembi Harding. He wrote, Hey guys, hope you're all well. Firstly, before anything, I wanted to say thank you so much for all your content. It's truly inspiring and uplifting at a time like this. This Easter, our band, Space Between Us, is releasing a new Easter single, and we think it would fit into your program well. We're based in London, and massive fans of the Chronicles, and really want to bring these books to a new audience in a new format. The song was inspired by the Chronicles of Narnia, and the single is due to come out on all major platforms on Good Friday, and we'd be privileged if there was a way to include this track into your content. Thank you so much for your time. Serge. And that's how we're going to end this, it's not even really an episode, but this Easter message with an extract with a clip from Serge's song, Who You Are. The lyrics go like this. You called me out to your own world. All that I knew leads back to you. Wrong turns to right at your sight. It's who you are. Sorrows thaw at your roar. It's who you are. You bring spring again. It's who you are. Happy Easter, everyone. (laughs) 